it's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on Sirius XM Patriot. You've got all of these left-wing legal analysts jumping up and down. Trump's trying to delay his trial. I love when they, my, my favorite thing about listening to some of these people. You know, Trump held meetings with with his counsel to try to overturn an election. He did? Well, you were looking for legal means to question the outcome. Oh, legal means. Have you noticed that whenever Trump does something, even if the word legal is in front of it, they make it sound like it's illegal. So if there were concerns about how certain states conducted their elections, who the hell was the sitting president and his attorneys to even discuss it, according to them? Meanwhile, they dispatched left-wing lawyers all over the country to change election laws in courtrooms, violating the Constitution. That's okay. Don't ask any questions. And now enough, you've seen this. Gal Luft, the Israeli professor, has been charged by the DOJ as being an agent of China for doing exactly what Hunter Biden was doing. And now he's going to disappear. I hear the Epstein suite is being made available. That's a joke. I don't know, actually know where they're putting him. And now we have this. We're adding nations to NATO as, as if we're not witnessing. They said, well, Donald Trump was going to destroy NATO. NATO looks pretty destroyed right now. What is the value of NATO? Did NATO stop the invasion in 2014? No. Did it stop it? Last year? No. So what is this, what is the value of NATO if it can't actually contain a Russia, let alone China? Bloomberg has a piece, Ukraine's allies can't get arms fast enough as stockpiles shrink. With Russia's war in Ukraine, in its eight month, it's eight month, some European nations have funneled weapons. Excuse me, this is an older piece. What am I doing here? Sorry, I clicked on the wrong piece, which was on Drudge, by the way. Whoops. Now we're sending cluster bombs. Why are they putting up an old article from 2022? The top of drudge. Okay. Uh, uh, Andrew, you should have read it before. Yeah, okay. Thank you. We know that's happening anyway. That's why we're sending these cluster munitions, which apparently are kinder, gentler cluster munitions. I heard the balls are all, you know, the little mini munitions are all rainbow colored. So that makes them a diverse cluster bomb. Now, if the Israelis were using these to defend themselves, they'd be calling it war crimes. We were told last year that the use of cluster munitions was considered a war crime. Now, when you say that, the immediate response is, what, what are you taking up for Putin? No, not taking up for Putin. But the reason why many nations do not use this type of ammunition or this type of munition, excuse me, is because there's a dud rate. And sometimes the little mini bombs don't actually go off until a kid picks them up. Now, again, we basically nuke Japan. So it's not a question of do we want the war to be won? Of course we do. But what is this drain on resources? The United States and its allies, mostly the United States, were in Afghanistan and Iraq at the same time for eight years. Among other things, the military was up to. This is the defense of Ukraine. And it seems like everybody's out of bullets all of a sudden. 
And now you've got Democrats jumping up and down. You saw Nicole Wallace. And Republicans can't be the party of the military anymore. You mean the people that have been using the military for social experimentation, cutting its budgets, cutting its lethality, cutting its readiness, now all of a sudden want to claim they're the party of the military. Good luck. Let's see you run the United States military on nothing but left-wing ideas. Well, the, actually, it's the military is very socialist. Uh, it's still a meritocracy for the most part. Yes, there are time in promotions, but you don't get to just be in a unit because you identify. Well, I identify as a SEAL. Okay. Let's see you run the military. Let's see you win a war with nothing but people who align with the hard political left. Have all your freaks and weirdos go down a recruiting station and join, and let's see if you can win. It's like every time these idiots, it's every year on D-Day, every year. Uh, this is the original Antifa. Actually, the people on the beach were the socialists, and it was toxic masculinity that won the war. Uh, Antifa? Yeah, notice you don't see any of these Antifa kids running out to join the military. Say what you will about the Proud Boys, a lot of military veterans. How many, how many military veterans are in Antifa? That being said, we're running out of stuff? We're running out of stuff? Try to imagine now if we had to actually go to war with China. The United States military is missing its recruiting goals by alarming rates. And instead of saying, you know, maybe we did one too many woke things, like, I don't know, bounce people out for the vaccine mandate. Maybe if you invited those people back in, you wouldn't have a troop shortage. And right now, Republicans are getting into a... The Biden administration is not backing off that one. There will be no re-enlistment for troops that were kicked out over the vax mandate. Okay. Now, you can sit there and say, well, you know, I got to follow orders. Does that mean the, the, the government can impose whatever it wants on the military and its members? Okay. Well, you bounced out a bunch of people for not taking the vaccine. You've been using drag queens, freaks, and weirdos in recruiting. Basically, you're butt lighting yourselves. And you wonder why, under Joe Biden, military recruitment is down. We didn't even have a problem with military recruiting with two wars going on in Iraq and Afghanistan. It seems like the more conservative the president, the more people want to join the military. Wines at 695 Patriot 9572874. But man, we're out of stuff. And we're telling the world this, by the way. We are telling China we're out of bullets. We literally told China. Biden said, well, we're running out of this and we're running out of that. We're out of bullets. We just told China we're out of bullets. Brilliant strategy. Wines at 695 Patriot 9572874. So Bud Light, by the way, has dropped to number 14 in beer sales. 14. Went from 1 to 14. And the CEO is now basically threatening layoffs if you don't come back and drink Bud Light. So isn't that amazing? When we talk about corporate America, I've always said it on this program, a business isn't good because it's bad, bad, uh, isn't good because it's small and it's not bad because it's big. You know, for quite some time, Republicans got the Got the label as the, you know, the corporate party, the party of corporate America. No, 
there's a tendency amongst Republican, at least voters, to believe in free market principles. Not corporatism. There's a difference. Crony capitalism, corporatism, and fascism, quite frankly, are not free market principles. What Republicans tend to reject is that a business must be reined in because it has grown too big for whatever sensibilities the Democrats have about a business. And for that, a lot of businesses went all woke with DEI and ESG to appease the left. But now the CEO, and I I know that Anheuser-Busch is a big donor to the Republican Party and allegedly Brandon Whitworth is a Republican. I don't really care. He's now saying if you don't come back, he's going to start laying people off. And this is amazing. The people at the top that make the bad decisions, they don't ever lose their jobs. Their pay doesn't get reduced. Wow, I'm almost sounding like Bernie with this, aren't I? Can you believe it? You'll have these guys at the top of Anheuser-Busch, and they take this Dylan Mulvaney weirdo, and they put him in a commercial. Uh, 365 days of grillhood, uh, March Madness, hogwash. Nobody who drinks Bud Light wants to see that stuff. And then all of a sudden, working class regular Americans stop buying Bud Light, and they lose billions of dollars. They're now 14. And the big wig, big cat CEO, with his mansions and his golden parachute, is threatening to fire working class Americans. Does that sound about right? Does that sound about right? Says right here, Yahoo Finance, Benzinga. Bud Light plummets to 14th place among beers as Anheuser-Busch CEO pleads for consumers to think of the 65,000 employees impacted by boycotts. Well, I don't know. Maybe you ought to say to these people, it's not your fault. We wouldn't lay you off for our terrible, awful, no good decision making. As Bud Light, once a beloved contender among the country's favorite beers, spirals down to the 14th spot, repercussions resonate far beyond the brand itself. A recent YouGov st study reveals that the decline in Bud Light's ranking casting it below competitors like Pabst Blue Ribbon, Miller Genuine Draft, and Miller Lite, the seismic shift in popularity jeopardizes the livelihoods of 65,000 people whose economic well-being intimately tied to Anheuser-Busch and InBev's success. Anheuser-Busch CEO Brandon Whitworth has taken full responsibility for the controversial promotion involving transgender influencer Dylan Mulvaney that caused the sales to plummet. In an interview with CBS, Whitworth emphasized that he's ultimately accountable for the actions of the company expressing concern for the people whose livelihoods depend on Anheuser-Busch. Its impact, honestly, is on the employees. That weighs on me, he said. Wait a second. He's taken full responsibility. Nothing's happened to him. In the end, he's not going to lose his job. Truck drivers, processing plant workers, bottlers, they're going to lose their jobs. Ultimately, the people at the top who made this decision, who gave in to wokeness, they're not going anywhere. And I'm looking at WRAL.com news. Bud Light sales drop uh, forces glass to cut production. Glass plant. Uh, plant owner Arctic Group announced it will be shutting down the factory mid-July, laying off 400 employees. So you have this glass bottler that's going to go out of business, essentially. Now, kind of amazing, if the EPA had issued a regulation that made it nearly impossible for Arta Group to continue making glass bottles, they would say, 
While this is necessary for the earth, for the environment, to conserve resources. But now they're going to say bigotry costs 400 people their job. Well, you can lead a horse to the keg. You can't make him drink. And you know what's another thing? This should be over already. I thought Democrats, and we went through this with the auto bailout, right? All these elite Democrats that were running around screaming and yelling how he had to save the jobs at GM, not a one of them went out and bought a GM car. Not a one. If every Democrat in America went out and bought a Chevy, they wouldn't have needed a bailout. Remember how they warned us? Well, look, there's Ted Lou drinking a Bud Light. Democrats will pick it up. Really, have they? Why are Democrats out drinking Bud Light? Because they think it's beneath them. Now, look, I don't drink Bud Light, but I don't think it's beneath me. And there's nothing wrong with having highfalutin tastes, fine bourbon, good cigars, good brew. I mean, it's a little obnoxious with some idiot with a man bun. It's like, uh, actually, the notes of this, shut up, okay? It's beer, calm down. What they're saying is, how dare you? How dare you, the little people? Not do exactly as we say. How, you get back in there and you drink Bud Light or else. Or else we're going to hurt some of your friends or people like you. If you Democrats love this stuff, go out and buy Bud Light. Why aren't you rescuing Bud Light as a consumer? Because you think it's beneath you. Just like driving a Chevy would be beneath you. Just like doing anything the regular folk do is beneath you. You can't believe that you can't just order people or shame people. That's it, shame people. They'll, they'll be so afraid of the social scrutiny that they'll, yes, massa, I'd be going right now to buy me some Bud Light. No, you guys damaged the brand. You took 40 years of good, solid marketing and you burned it. And instead of saying, we really effed up, you're saying, now, if you don't go out and buy Bud Light, we're going to get rid of 65,000 people. Weinzik, 695, Patriot, 957-2874. We are right. They are wrong. That's the end of the story. The arguments on this radio program cannot be broken. Sirius XM Patriot. You can join me live on the Wilcount Majority, Monday to Friday, noon to 3 east, 9 to noon west, on Sirius XM Patriot, channel 125.